Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Simplify to Multiply. This is Tim Uchuk, and uh, yesterday was a very, very long day. Um, I decided to, in the midst of uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of other stuff in the works, uh, my son, who is three and a half years old, I decided to uh, to coach his soccer. And so, um, soccer, if you're under four, is basically like buzzing around a field and and picking dandelions for the most part. But uh, it was so much fun. Yesterday was a, a long, long day. Um, practice ended at like 7.30. And then uh, I hadn't had dinner, so I had dinner and uh, ended up cleaning up, getting the kids bathed into bed by, what, 9 o'clock, 9.30? It was a long day. But uh, so much fun, so much fun. But teaching these young kids the fundamentals of soccer, it's like, it was really interesting to me. Um, it reminded me of one of our core values and... Um, they're starting with like a blank canvas, kind of clean slate. They know nothing about soccer. Um, and so one of our core values um, across our businesses is, um, it's a term, Japanese term that refers to the phases that one goes through um, in order to attain mastery. And the three phases are called Shu, Ha, and Ri. So S-H-U-R-A and then R-I, I believe. Shuhari. And if you think, if you've ever done like a martial art, um, when you first start out, you don't need to understand kind of like all the rules and backstory and context and layers behind it. Usually what the coach is going to have you do is just just do it. Like, like Nike says, you're just going to have to kind of start by building up that muscle memory. And that's the shoe. You just, you just do the fundamentals and that's it. And it's funny because you think back to think about like all of the professional sports teams or basketball or, or hockey or, or even soccer, they never stop practicing the fundamentals, which is the shoe, which is that muscle memory. You, you are never too good to, to go back to fundamentals. So, um, so we did things like walking like a, like a penguin. Uh, we pretended the ball was ice cube and if, when, when you're walking like a penguin you're um, teaching yourself to have your feet uh, outwards like uh, as if you're kicking the ball so I think all of the drills that we're doing this year is going to be all obviously for under four it's going to be all kind of fundamentals and getting that muscle memory developed um, and then uh, you move into the ha which is where you don't really need to think about it anymore it's, it's muscle memory now and then the final stage of mastery is, I always think about uh, like the jazz legends like uh, Miles Davis, who they're so they've ma they've so mastered um, the laws of, of uh, music that they can start to kind of play outside of the lines and and um, kind of improvise. So that's where you can kind of bend the rules and rewrite the rules and, and start to innovate. Once you've gone from muscle memory into the the final re stage, um, and so I think, like in your business, this is this is a core value of ours. Uh, for this very reason, is people often think you know we're all very intelligent, but they think they're like too intelligent to follow um, rules. And I just kind of have two thoughts on this. When you think about like, and I was given this analogy um, yesterday. When you think about procedures and picture procedures and their importance let's say at the Boeing factory where they're putting together airplanes or uh, at a hospital where they have to 
make sure that they're amputating the, the correct leg. <laughs> uh, procedures are pretty important. And I think that it should be taken with the same level of um, seriousness in all organizations. And all it really is is everybody just forms an agreement that this is how we're going to do something um, until we find a newer, better way. But until then, this is how we're going to do it. Um, so when you when you start it, you know if you're starting at a new business or you're documenting new ways of doing things, uh, you can't improve unless you have like a, a baseline, an agreed upon way from which to improve it. Otherwise, how what are you measuring against? You don't you haven't developed your baseline. So that's where that that kind of um, that shoe comes into play. And the, and the second thing, we use this with our uh, meetings as well. So. One of the tricks that really uh, was huge for me um, a couple years ago was, I swear, like every little problem, uh, the solution was, well, let's let's have a meeting about that. And so, it would the meetings would spawn meetings, and and it just amplified. I don't know if you've experienced this in your business, but very quickly, like half of my week was turned into meetings, and we've all been in uh, inefficient meetings before, and you're not doing anything, right? You're just kind of consuming and brainstorming. So no, no value is typically being created for the most part in meetings. So if you can get good at meetings and eliminate most of them, then uh, you should. But when it comes to the discipline of meetings, so we applied the same Shu Hari principles um, to meetings and this, is, this was like game changing. So we set up, okay, so we have to all communicate with all departments. So we've got um, 60 people across our organizations and so how do we get everybody like um, dialed in with what's going on and, and get 360 feedback from all departments? Well, why don't we meet once a week? We'll meet on, uh, today's Tuesday, so I have um, two of these meetings today. There's 60 minutes, we've got a member from each department and they've got a very structured agenda where it's just like mechanical. Um, we start out by sharing uh, positive uh, wins from last week uh, so both, both personal and professional. So um, we'll share like what we were up to on the weekend just to kind of calibrate everybody's energy um, with something positive because it's so easy to just jump into the negative. So we start with um, focusing on something positive, the wins, the weekly wins. And then we move into um, the second most important thing is um, I like the idea of having transparency so everybody kind of knows how they're doing um, and how the company's doing in terms of uh, our KPIs, the numbers. So we've just got a, a, a scorecard that we check uh, once a week and um, everybody's got a number that they report out and it's all captured there. Um, not just the number, but it's color coded to our target. So if red is bad, yellow's okay, and green is, is great. Uh, it's exceeded our target. So we do the positive, then we move into our, uh, our scorecard and then um, um, there are a couple other agenda items which are like we review our, we do quarterly um, rocks or, or projects that we focus on just for the quarter. Uh, so we review that and then um, we do some problem solving and we close it out. Very specific agenda and it's once per week, it's 60 minutes. And by having a very specific agenda where we just kind of are mechanical about it, we just kind of do the, the shoe, just maintaining that muscle memory, the fundamentals of the meeting. Um, that's eliminated 90% of the meetings that I otherwise had because when somebody comes to me, I, I just say, that's a great idea. Throw it on the agenda in our, our upcoming uh, uh, weekly leadership meeting. 
Um, and that's that. That's how it works. And otherwise, we have a few other mechanisms like um, uh, self-organized scrum teams that kind of handle all the other projects and they're self-managed. So the improvement kind of takes care of itself. But I just thought it was uh, it was really cool to be teaching these <laughs> these young kids who were swarming the ball and picking dandelions yesterday. But basically the entire season, which is, I think, two months every uh, Monday, we're just going to be building that muscle memory with all the fundamentals. And I think it's it's no different in your organization. What it all comes down to is basically your success or failure within your business is habits and systems. So people need the right systems in place, um, and then uh, they can form the right habits over top of those systems. But it's your role as, as the leader of the business to ensure that um, you kind of get what you permit. And so to have systems in place um, is really critical if you want to have uh, good, good habits. And so when you have this revelation, if you're working, if you're micromanaging, if you're working 60, 70 plus hour work weeks, it's because you don't have the right systems in place. And once you, once you do have that in place, then that's where your world is going to open up and you're going to experience a new level of freedom. And the ironic part is, um, as you let go of the reins of your business on the day-to-day stuff, um, increasingly you're going to find your, your company's going to start to grow because you're going to be freed up to work on the more high-value, strategic um, leadership activities. Um, so it's a small idea, but it's really, really powerful, and it's kind of the first step towards um, creating a self-managed business. So it's Shuha Ri, the levels of mastery. Um, I hope that was helpful for you guys wherever you are. I hope you have a great uh, rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.